1: Hey everybody, it's Steve AG, and um, this is another episode of Uh with Steve AG. I'm sorry, Steve AG, uh. Sometimes I forget the name of my own podcast. It's, uh, as I'm recording this, it's Monday, November 12th, 2012, and, um, This podcast will come out on Wednesday But this is just my intro once again And I'm actually doing it from my uh, apartment Where there's no noise this time I'm pretty excited about that Um, They're cementing the driveway today So it's fairly quiet And uh, I'm sure you all really give a shit Anyway, uh, my guest today, uh, for the podcast is Matt Gorley, <clears throat> uh, the co-founder, producer, uh, performer, editor of, uh, one of my favorite podcasts in the world. Hands down. And it might be my favorite podcast. Uh, super ego. If you haven't heard it, seriously, you need to check out Super Ego. It's the most amazing podcast. It's been around longer than most podcasts. And uh, it's not really, well, it isn't uh, an interview style <clears throat> podcast. They do have guests on like Paul, Paul F. Tompkins and Colin Hanks and uh, a lot of great people. But it is sketch. It's 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 a sketch podcast i guess is what you would call it and uh, it's amazing it's really smart and um matt is really smart <clears throat> although from, <laughs> although from this podcast you wouldn't think that either of us were smart <laughs> because we act like complete jackoffs in this uh in this episode especially towards the end uh, I had a lot of fun, and uh, I've known Matt for uh, forever, and I think that um, translates in this podcast. So, uh, without any further adieu, here's the latest episode of Steve Ag. Uh, Jesus Christ! Where's the stop button? Hey everyone, uh, it's Steve Agee with another episode of Uh, and my guest today is Matt Gorley. Hi. 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 Hey Matt. Hi. How you doing?
0: Um, I've left my shoulder back.
1: <laughs> where Back where?
0: Oh, hometown.
1: <laughs> Matt, of course, is from the wonderful Super Ego podcast, um, which... If you haven't heard, you've probably been living under a rock. Or you're a piece of shit. (laughs) You're a real piece of shit if you don't listen. Open up with an insult. In fact, pause this podcast right now and go listen to all the episodes of Super Ego, and I'll catch you back here tomorrow.
0: I don't think you can do that in a full day.
1: Really? How How many many are there?
0: Well, there's 17 per season, so they're about a half hour. I don't know. There's like a... A full two days' worth of listening material, I think. I can't back that up. I don't know. How
1: many seasons? Three. So... And
0: seasons is for lack of a better term. It's not like we think we're a TV show.
1: <laughs> no, it's it's an excuse to take a break. It's, yeah, like,
0: it's a burnout excuse.
1: Well, I know how that goes. I mean, this is, I guess, technically my second season after about a year-long break.
0: Yeah, I remember when you first started out, and they were meant to be, like, no more than five minutes, right? Yeah. So yeah.
1: thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> uh, no, no, yeah, and then
0: uh
1: I don't know. I got tired of doing them myself. Yeah. When you when you just do it yourself, it, it's easier to be lazy when it's when you get another person involved that's um I guess more interesting. <laughs> uh but I've known Matt Gorley since 2000? No,
0: before that. No. Yeah, when did you join comedy sports? Like 2000. No. Yeah. There's no way, really? Yeah. That's right, because that's when everybody was watching Survivor, remember?
1: Yeah, it's when the first Survivor... What year was that? 2000, I think. Yeah, okay, so that was the first year of Survivor.
0: I felt like I've known you longer than that, just 12 years, huh? Yeah. Wow. You were just coming off your big rock climbing phase.
1: Yeah, I had been... uh been a big hippie rock climber out in Joshua Tree with long
0: hair and... Which is something we had in common. I didn't do the hippie part, but I was into rock climbing in high school. Were you really? Yeah. We've talked about this before. My dad and I used to go to Yosemite and Joshua Tree and do oh, rock Yosemite. climbing. Yosemite? Yeah.
1: That's like hardcore.
0: Well, let me put it this way. We went to Yosemite, but we rock climbed to Joshua Tree. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, did you ever do like really tall climbs? I never did any tall climbs, 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 but I did... Um, some pretty serious, like overhang climbs that weren't tall. And then I led a climb once, Nice, but I, it was like a class something, but I can't remember which number would be impressive to tell you.
1: Well, like it, it starts off, you, I
0: mean, I want to say it was a five,
1: like five, no, no five point. It's all, it's their rock climbs routes are rated starting with like five point and I'd say 5.6 is where you start using ropes. And it's real, 5.6 is fucking easy, like anyone could do. Okay. 5.7. <laughs> it's
0: probably a 5.
1: <laughs> 5, 8, 5 I think 5.9 5, or 5.10 is where they start. I it, That's how long it's been. I don't remember. It's like, I think it, at 5.10, then they start going 5.10 A, B, C. Uh, e, maybe? And then, I don't know.
0: I just remember I was belaying the instructor at one time and he fell. So he was just hanging there and he was a huge man. And you've probably seen pictures of me when I was younger. I was a slight fella, you know, a slight fella. (laughs) And he just hung there as long as he wanted to. Well, hold on. I'm going to get some chalk on my hands. And the rope was just burning my flesh. My (laughs) shirt had crawled up and I, oh i swear i still have like what looks like a belt mark
1: <laughs> you have like a video game you have video game hips like, <laughs> like an hour gl- man has an hourglass shape
0: <laughs> minute glass
1: um yeah i remember i used to only like doing like sport climbing which was you know stuff that's basically under like a 100 feet oh. stuff that you can do like quick and yeah uh but every now and then i would do like multi-pitch climb and I guess I mean for people listening a pitch is one rope length and uh, I and I'm afraid of heights like oh, I was I a rock climbing instructor and I was afraid of heights wow. but for some reason when you're climbing you're not really thinking about it and wow. I remember one day my friends were like hey tomorrow we're going up to San Jacinto to climb Takites which is this like 1200 foot rock it's fucking huge and I was like, I'm not going to, I don't want to do that. That sounds horrifying. To me. And they're <laughs> like, come on, dude. You got to at least do a big climb like that once. Yeah. And I was like, I'll tell you what, call me in the morning and like, you know, I'll just try and make a decision like without really thinking. Yeah. Cause the more I think about it, the less
0: I want to do it. I do that when I'm ordering food. I wait for the waiter to ask me and then I panic. I do just, too. Yeah.
1: And you get fries and the burger. <laughs> And that's how it was. So they called me at like five o'clock the next morning and they said, we're leaving right now. And I was like, all right, come get me. So we get up there and it, it was like five of us climbing this 1200 foot rock. And it, I mean, it was just a sheer, like completely vertical. And it took us like, I think six hours. Jesus. It was like a whole day just on the side of this rock. And it was horrifying. I hated it.
0: Every minute.
1: Pretty much every minute. But when especially you, especially the minutes when I was sitting waiting for the next person to come up, ugh. like you're like 900 feet up and you're sitting on a ledge that's like five inches. Wide.
0: Are you like pitoned in or are you just
1: yeah. hooked in? But still just, I'm having trouble talking about it right now. <laughs> I remember we, we stopped to eat lunch and we're like halfway up, you know, like we're like six or 700 feet up and like we're all, and it reminded me of one of those photos, you know, from like, the thirties when they're building like the uh
0: Oh, they're all sitting on the I beam about Yeah,
1: when all the construction guys are sitting on the on the I beam. So I-beam. it's
0: you and Brando and James Dean. Yeah, and-, <laughs> and we're sitting
1: there in our overalls with our fucking newsboy hats on. <laughs> and I just remember sitting there trying to eat a sandwich and I couldn't swallow because I was so scared. Yeah. And there was a raven like with a huge, like probably like four or five foot wingspan. That's not a good sign. Hovering like you know, Waiting? just using the wind to hover right in front. <laughs> it wasn't even flapping. It was just hovering right in front of us. I was like, fuck this, man. I'm done.
0: I don't want to climb rocks this high anymore. Oh, my God. Did you ever do those Chatsworth rocks? The ones in yeah, Chatsworth Stony where they, yeah, they shot Star Trek and stuff there. Yeah. yeah.
1: Did you climb those? Yeah. That's horrible. It's sandstone, so yeah. it's like late yeah, Crumbly, D. yeah. And when it, whenever it rains, you can't climb there for oh, like a really? few days. because. This is basically mud. <laughs> <laughs> I think I dislocated my first my shoulder the first time at, at Stone.
0: Seriously? Yeah. Jesus. Man, For have... those
1: listening, there's a place out in the valley where they filmed a lot of stuff, but it's it's just like a it looks like just someone dropped a pile of rocks in the middle yeah. of the
0: valley and. <laughs> 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 Welcome to a rock climbing. Is there a rock climbing podcast? There's got to be. I don't know. I should check into that. Uh,
1: yeah. I've been thinking lately about getting back into it. Though.
0: Really? I really want to. I would do it with you. It was, I'm not a really athletic guy. The only time I ever succeeded at athletics, it's like grade school games like handball and, and war ball or yeah. things where I just have to deal with my own body weight, you know?
1: Deal with your own <laughs> body? What sport makes you deal with your body?
0: Well, you know, like uh, just purge and binge eating. You have to just deal with your own self image. <laughs>
1: I'm a competition dieter. (laughs) No, I, uh, but there's a plate, there's a a rock gym in Santa Monica called rock creations. Well, it's pretty remarkable. It's huge. I've never done fake rock
0: climbing like that. Is that, it's it's all right.
1: It's, I mean, it's nowhere near as good or fun, but in a pinch, it's pretty awesome.
0: In a pinch when you just got to climb. When you just got to scale something.
1: Sometimes a guy's just got to scale a wall. <laughs> got to climb. I remember at my parents' house, they used to have uh, a really high ceiling in the living room, like probably like 20 feet high.
0: Because your dad was 19 feet tall?
1: and Yes, because my dad was twice as tall as me. But, uh, our, um, our fireplace was that rock fireplace, you know? Oh yeah. And it went all the way up to the oh. ceiling. So I used to climb, like, up to the ceiling. Like, and it was, I mean, like, 20, easily 20 feet. Jesus. My parents would get mad. Cause I would also use chalk. And then they'd be like, <laughs> why is there chalk all over the fucking fireplace? They didn't say fucking. My parents were sailors and hobos.
0: (laughs) And they raised a monkey boy.
1: Why is the monkey child climbing with chalk? (laughs) Chalk.
0: Sarah Chalk. (laughs) Who invented the polio vaccine? Jonas Salk. I think you actually do pronounce the L in that. Yeah. (laughs) I left the dryer on. Should I turn that off?
1: No, this doesn't matter. It's ambiance. Two people listen. (laughs) <laughs> but, yeah, so this all started, yeah, I think I've known you since 2000.
0: <laughs> <laughs> when we all used to gather and watch Survivor.
1: Yeah. Matt and I used to be part of this thing called Comedy Sports, which was an improv group. Yeah. In L.A. actually all over the country. Yeah. And, uh, and that's where we met.
0: A lot of people, though. I Jeff met a lot Davis, Dan Harmon, Rob Schraub, Chris Tallman, Jeremy yeah. Carter. Yeah. Mark McConville.
1: All the super ego guys,
0: yeah, for the most part, yeah.
1: are from Comedy Sports. I met Rob Schraub and Dan Harmon, who then went on. Who then I introduced. Who then I introduced. Who I then introduced is Sarah Silverman, and all right, the three of them co-created Sarah's show. Yeah, thanks, Comedy Sports. Bock <laughs> Thanks, Easter buddy. <laughs> um. So yeah, and then. Uh,
0: And then we did, Jeremy and I did your midnight movie screening before Channel 101, the first incarnation of Channel 101, something called Teacher's Pet. Remember that? Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So for those listening who may or may not be familiar, there's a a website called Channel101.com. It's basically, they do like a monthly... Kind of short film festival, but it's treated more like a television network than a short film festival where people submit five minute uh shorts that are kind of <laughs> that are kind of geared towards uh like you would if it got picked up, you would do it as oh Jesus Christ. this is so fucking boring just go to channel one dot com
0: let's just take a nap (laughs) Uh,
1: oh where what year is this I don't even know where I was going with that story
0: what we did the first version of that they used to assign you titles right
1: yeah before there was a channel 101 uh, (laughs) (laughs) this is so going great we would get together at just someone's house like Rob Schraub's house or you know and Rob and Dan would hand out titles for a short film and you would have to make a short film based on whatever title they yeah. gave you. And there's usually like a play on words, like creep show or something. So it would be like, I got a title that was teacher's pet. Yeah. Burp. <laughs> and, um, and Matt and Jeremy were in that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's even online anywhere.
0: No, and thank God, because I have students. You had students. (laughs) I still do. You do? Yeah. Where? I teach at Long Beach City College and Riverside College.
1: I didn't know you still did that. Yeah. What do you
0: teach? I teach acting and film editing at Long Beach, and I teach- Film editing? Yeah. So
1: you know how to edit Final Cut and all that? Is that Uh, what you teach on?
0: Yeah. Here's how it happened, though. I've always taught just acting and directing and stuff there. And halfway through the semester, some teacher, film editing teacher, just left for Turkey. For no reason? I guess he got a job or something. But they said, Matt, you do a podcast. Can you teach Final Cut Pro? And I immediately went, no, I can't. And they said, please help us out. I went, okay, but just so you know what you're getting. Did they pay you extra money to do it? No, I just got the normal teacher seller. That's not how the government works. (laughs) how does money's work <laughs> anyway now i've taught it for 3 2 years cuz it at forced long me to it l- forced me to get back into it and learn it cuz i had learned it for channel 101 back in the day but yeah. i hadn't done it in a while and then it forced me to learn it again
1: and so you teach at cal state long beach no long beach city college long beach city college and Riverside City College. But
0: I teach online for Riverside, but then I'm going back to campus in spring to teach.
1: When you say you teach online, like video? like
0: No, I teach a, like an academic class on history of theater, general introduction to theater.
1: But they don't see you at all. You're not like...
0: No, but I see them. It's not like a them. Skype thing. <laughs> no, not at all. And what do they do? They read the text and then take automated quizzes and ask, answer like uh, uh, discussion questions and term papers and stuff like that. Yeah.
1: That's fucking crazy. The internet, you teach at a school that you don't even have to go
0: to. Yeah, I haven't been on campus for, I think, two years. Really? I'm not just teaching on campus. I don't think I've been on campus in two years. And they just send you a check every
1: couple weeks? Yeah,
0: by courier. No, no.
1: (laughs) (laughs) direct deposit. That'd be funny if they still had a guy on a horse stealing a check. (laughs) We don't, there's some things we don't want to let go of, Matt. (laughs) One is snail mail. (laughs) Two is snails. And two is snails. And
0: three is witch hunting. Witch hunting.
1: When did you start doing the Super Ego podcast? When was the first Super Ego podcast?
0: March of 2006. Fuck, man! It's almost been lot of seven years. Then. No, and nor were there a lot of listeners.
1: I think you were doing the first podcast of anybody I knew.
0: Probably. I mean, it was it was early on. It was like there was nothing.
1: There was no podcasts.
0: I'm trying to think what what uh, shortly after we launched, Ricky Gervais launched his. Uh, who else was even doing them back then? What was I listening to? I think Bill Maher released his real-time as a podcast, just audio. And yep. I would listen to that. And Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, I think, was around back then.
1: That's amazing. I didn't realize it was...
0: Yeah. We did that first batch of episodes, that first season, and then took a year and a half off. <laughs> to do... <laughs> nothing. Just to, to not do, do the podcast, off. yeah.
1: We had to work on not doing a podcast for a year <laughs> and a half. My job was not doing a podcast.
0: Um, the reason we did it, though, is because w- Jeremy and I had a, a lot of fun doing Channel 101, but then eventually it was just too much, like the visual production values. And then to do an audio comedy was a way to do good production values, but not knock yeah. ourselves out. But even that got to be too much. Like right now, we're so close to finishing season three, but I had to take four months off because I was just so burnt out on touching a computer. Or, you,
1: you, know, you you do a lot of editing. In your- I do all the editing. Cause like this, this one. Yeah. I don't edit anything. God it go, bless it you. will go up as, God bless as you. is. I wish. So all the boring shit of me talking about channel 101 and <clears> comedy sport, it's all going to be there.
0: No, but I'm envious of that. You know, we set ourselves up for a lot of work, but, but it pays off. Yeah. I think this, it, we set ourselves apart from the other podcasts just by the sheer nature that it's not a chat podcast so that helped in the beginning you know yeah it's sketch kind of yeah improv sketch yeah what
1: gave you the idea how did you come up with the idea for that cuz uh, it's like it's not a normal podcast
0: no it's basically you like Old time radio theater with modern vulgarity, you know. Yeah. I mean, and then just the concept of super as a psychological thing. I just thought of as what's the easiest way we can connect all these sketches under one loose framework, and
1: yeah, that was it. Now, <laughs> when I referenced the 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 teacher's pet video yeah. that we had made, and you're like, I don't want it online because I have students. I mean, you. St- you say some fucked up shit in your...
0: Yeah, I'm only half joking about that thing, because there's really, at this point, it doesn't matter.
1: Do you have students who, who listen to your podcast? Yeah,
0: in fact, I have now had people take my class at college because they're super ego no fans. No shit. Yeah, yeah, and that's interesting.
1: Are there classes on podcasting?
0: No, but I've been thinking about submitting to other schools saying, like, let me teach a new media class and, you know... Basically, a hybrid of maybe podcasts or web videos or something like that. Cha-ching. Uh-huh. I, sh- I got to get on that. You know, when I say I've been thinking about it, I haven't done a thing about it, but.
1: <laughs> when I say I've been thinking
0: about it, I mean, ever I've since I just had this thought, started talking. <laughs> I would like to. I mean, I- I've gotten to the point where I'm pretty well-versed on how to make a podcast, but yeah, it's still the Wild West. You know, there's no one way to do it. Yeah. There's an ice cream truck outside. Yeah. I've been using Murphy's oil since I don't know how long and the dirt is finished and the finish is fine. Do you remember that commercial? No. It was for Murphy's Furniture Polish.
1: And they, it's that song? Yeah. What is that song though normally? I
0: don't know. Is it? What is that song? It's not Turkey in the Straw, right? That's not that. Oh, Maybe. I hope
1: that people listening
0: can hear this. Do you tie it in a bow? Do you put it in your oven and cook it like a dick? Do you chuck a little lady and
1: maybe you're a mick? Does your dick hang low? Does it wobble to and fro? Can you tie it in a knot?
0: Can you tie it in a bow? (laughs) Do your cheeks have friends and if they do, are they a bro? (laughs)
1: We're gonna take a break and go get ice cream.
0: Ice cream. I get those. Do you remember those? Like, it was like shaped like a foot and the the big toe was a gumball. The the, the, the nail. The toenail was a gumball. What? They had these. It's like kind of like ice cream, not like popsicle. And so they'd have Pink Panther and his eyeballs were gumballs. Or what were the other ones?
1: You don't remember these ones? No. What was was a foot with
0: gumball toenails? (laughs) What character is that? Just shaped like a foot. Just the big toe was a, was a gumball. That's weird. What else? They had other ones too. They have a ton (laughs) of them. It was Pink Panther and I can't remember the rest. Oh, I love those. I had one out this past summer.
1: Um, Matt Gorley is a huge, More than anyone I know, a huge James Bond fan, fanatic.
0: Yeah, probably. It's weird. I I never thought about it in those terms, but since all this stuff has happened, that's what people call me.
1: I mean, I'm looking at his... Dick. I'm (laughs) looking at his dick right now. He's got a tattoo. He's got a tattoo. It just says seven, and I guess when it gets hard, then you see 007.
0: (laughs) It says, hey, man, welcome to Jamaica, seven.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Jamaica. Have a nice day, oh, 07. <laughs> <laughs> You've got, like, the complete box set of uh, James the
0: new, Bond. That's the new Blu-ray.
1: That's Blu-ray? Yeah. Um, and, Matt, for the past how many days? Because how many movies
0: are there? Well, there were 22 before Skyfall came out, so 22 days, I guess. The last
1: 22 days, Matt's been rating... The uh, Bond movies yeah. in order of least favorite to favorite. Yeah. And your favorite was Quant, not Quantum, the song, no. uh, Casino Royale.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's
1: great. I love that. It's, it's I, there amazing. There hasn't been right? a Bond movie since I don't even remember when that, that I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I, lo- I, I love James Bond.
0: I get a lot of flack from traditionalists who just think, Oh, you're a new fan. If you like casino Royale." And I've watched bond all my life with my dad and everything. And I love Connery. He's great, but yeah, like the time has come. Daniel Craig, just kick. He's ass. a badass. Like, wait till you see skyfall.
1: Really? I can't yeah. wait. Oh, yeah. It just came out. Oh yeah. And bond is a badass, right? Like in the, in the books, the bond is more like Daniel Craig.
0: Yeah. He, this, he's the closest. To the books. And the books one, he he's, he's not likable in the books, really, at all. Yeah. He's really snobby and flawed and mean and cold and, yeah. He's like Donald Trump. Yeah. He's like yeah. tough Trump. <laughs> 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 but he doesn't really have humor in the books at all, like in the movies really? at all. No, no, he's pretty dark. Does he have gadgets in the book? Mm, not really, yeah. I mean, there's some... uh but they're like safe-cracking gadgets or a camera or something. Not like anything like the movies, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he gets tortured a lot in the books. That's awesome. the casino Have you read, read all the books? Yeah. All the Fleming ones. I haven't read the other ones so much. When did Ian Fleming die? Uh,
1: I like, want to say... What was like, his last book?
0: His last book was The Man with the Golden Gun. Oh, so it's been a while. Yeah, but that... They did the movies out of order. He started uh, writing another book called C- Colonel Son that uh, Martin Amos finished for him. Colonel Son, yeah, like I think he's a Korean. I can't remember. Not like the son, but the name. But Colonel, him. not like a Colonel of Corn, but <laughs> no, that's it. it Bond goes into heavy agriculture, and he finally he finally breaks down he, big agriculture. Bond
1: fights Monsanto. <laughs> that's a good
0: Bond villain name. Yeah, though. Monsanto. I think he died. He died, I want to say, during the making of Thunderball, or He Only Lived Twice, so mid-60s, early to mid-60s. It
1: was still Connery.
0: Yeah, he only knew Connery. He didn't like Connery at first, and then began to kind of like him, I guess. He came to the set of one or two of the movies, but he died early on. He he died in, like I think he was in his 50s, but he looked close, you know, hard-living back then. That guy smoked all day long and just drank, and he would wear one of those... um terry cloth jumpsuits but shorts you know no way (laughs) that's rad and bond wears one in goldfinger yeah yeah like a light blue one yeah powder blue (laughs) fuck man
1: so you just saw you saw skyfall
0: yeah i saw it wednesday and i i i think it's really really good i part of it's like half so much like a classic bond and half nothing like a bond there's a sequence at the end that's like from home alone or straw dogs no way yeah you'll know what i mean when you see it but i won't spoil it but javier Bardem's amazing all the acting's amazing there's something who's something's... the
1: bond girl in this
0: well it's there's two yes. like they usually have so uh naomi harris from pirates of the caribbean is eve and then her name's Berenice Marlowe. She's French-Cambodian, I think. And she's really good. <laughs> You're making us <laughs> sick.
1: I just made a face like, ew.
0: Two cultures that don't go French good together. cambodian She's really good, I think. Uh, but there's some stuff like the character stuff is great. Some of the plot stuff is, a, uh Yeah. Like, just a lot of that... Computer hacking of we have to take it for granted that we know that someone can do this magic computer hacking yeah. and every computer screen looks like a video game or like a, a color version of anatomy of a body, you know. It's just yeah. nothing like you see computers look like. Everything chirps when you type it and that always just kinda of bugs me, you know. What's can you believe horrible. what's happened? The nerve <laughs> <laughs>
1: When when was the last time?
0: The sky fell?
1: The sky fell. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, oh, shit. Okay, so we have to talk about your um, your dinner, <laughs> your recent dinner with Davi. Yeah. What's his last name? Robert Davi. Robert Davi. Davi yeah. is his last name. Because um, you wrote a Tumblr post. Mm-hmm. And for those who don't know... He's, you've seen him in a million fucking movies from like the 80s and 90s. uh, He was in Die Hard. um, Goonies. Goonies. You would fucking definitely know him if you saw him. Uh, Always plays a bad guy. Mm -hmm. And you wrote a a Tumblr? Was it Tumblr or Twitter?
0: Tumblr. I've been ranking these things, like writing articles on each Bond movie, just kind of taking the piss out of him, having fun with him. Cause I actually, some of the bond movies that I love the most are the ones that are really ridiculous and bad. Yeah. So I got to license to kill and he's the villain in that. And I'm writing it and I go, Oh my God, that's right back in the mid nineties. I had a run in with him. On where I was, I was on this ridiculous mid morning talk show, like a good day LA, but it, I can't remember what the name was. It, it, didn't last long and I just did this kind of sound effects comedy segment and he was the guest doing publicity for the profiler Uh and he rode in on a motorcycle the set was like a living room and he rides in like a Harley (laughs) (laughs) anyway I am not disparaging him anymore because you'll see by the end of the story it it all works out but he was not very nice he was he had said some insulting things to me and my segment had nothing to do with him in his defense it was a shitty segment yeah but he was just kind of rude to a lot of people on the set. Anyway, probably just having a bad day. Yeah. So I had no axe to grind, but when I was writing this post, I'm like, Oh, I'll make him the villain of the piece of the monologue (laughs) as well as the, Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not the monologue, but the blog. And so I just kept saying as a joke, Robert Dovey's a dick. Robert Dovey's a dick. Oh my God. And then I just cherry picked some things like a video of him on YouTube and some tweets that, you know, yeah. Illustrated my point. Yeah. They were not fair. And because never in a million years did I think this guy was going to read this thing, right? Yeah. And had oh, I had known Jesus. he was, I wouldn't have done it. Not because I was afraid to say these things, but because I don't like to hurt people's feelings. Yeah, you know? same I, way. I, yeah. I don't
1: like fucking talking shit about anyone No, on, on and, and that's
0: not what I was intending to do. But I learned a lesson. So that very day, he messages me through Tumblr. and You know, the way Tumblr works is you have to ask anonymously, and the only way you can answer is to republish. I hate that yeah. option on it. So I'm like, this is this him? He's saying, read your article. Maybe you shouldn't judge me. Let's have an interview. Would be fun. And I'm like, because what I know about him is he engages people online, and this could be him. But I, wow. I just answered, went, okay, I'm a fan. Didn't I thought that would kind of diffuse it and it would be over. Well, I get an email that evening, and it's him. And I just wrote him back, and oh, he'd sent me an article he writ had written about actors doing politics and don't judge me. And I, I said, I'm not judging you for your politics. I met you before and you're not very nice, but let's let bygones be bygones. I'm a huge fan of your Bond villain job. And why don't you let me take you to dinner and you can tell me all about it and nothing will make me happier. <laughs> and he <laughs> agreed Jesus right away. Christ! And then I was just petrified and we had about 30 emails back and forth. And so I, I suggested little Dom's to go eat, just thinking, oh, it's kind of quaint Italian. It'll have the feel of Michael and Salazzo and the Godfather, you know, just yeah. for fun. Uh, <laughs> he lives close to the west side, so he goes, let's go to Via Loro in Beverly Hills. So Friday night at 6, I show up, and oh, God, I get a <laughs> bottle of wine, and I'm nervous as hell. And he's a half hour late, uh-huh. and the waiter keeps engaging me in conversation, and these are like full-blooded Italians. Who are you meeting? Is a friend. What is this? And I'm like I'm I know that nothing bad is going to happen but I still can't help but thinking is this waiter in on it and what's going to happen? Yeah.
1: Am I going to get jump poisoned? What?
0: Yeah, I don't know. So he shows up and he's in a black black suit, black silk shirt, no tie, black cowboy boots, little pork pie hat. He's got his wow. Davy Does Sinatra CD in hand. Hands it to me. Couldn't be nicer. And uh I mean he's he's a firecracker. He's Really extremely political, but we had a four hour dinner. And right away, he goes, All right, so tell me, why was I a jerk to you? We got through that. We talked about Bond, but for about three, three and a half hours, we just talked about politics. But now we left friends and he paid for the meal. And I tried to, and he wouldn't, he got it. And well, he wants to hang out again. And we're Twitter buddies, and it's crazy. And
1: he does a show, Davi does. Sinatra, Sinatra
0: or yeah, I guess he used to pal around with Sinatra or something. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was Let's surreal Go to the show. I want to see. We should, show. I bet we could. And just doing these stupid blogs has ended up. I'm somehow now some kind of go-to bond guy, you know, which I never intended to be the case. Cause
1: I, uh, yeah, I, I learned my lesson too, in talking shit about people on the internet when, uh, Steve Martin put out a book. Uh, of his Stand tweets, up Oh, of his tweets. Oh yeah. Like that's right. Earlier this year, it was all his tweets. And, um, and I said something on Twitter and I didn't at reply him. Like I just yeah. said, Steve Martin without the at so he, that he wouldn't see it. He doesn't follow me anyway, but like, just in case he checks his at replies, but I said something to the effect of, Hey everyone, you can get Steve Martin's book of tweets or you can read them for free on fucking Twitter, and um, I didn't think any because I will maybe get like eight or nine retweets. Like people, you know, yeah. don't retweet me like they used to anymore.
0: And I don't think anybody does any. Yeah, anymore. it's
1: it's it's dying down. Yeah, and uh, and then some people started reading it, and can't remember if it was Mark Maron or somebody else might've been Dave Anthony from walking the room, like retweeted it. And that, but they at replied him on it.
0: Oh, why would you do that? And I why would you do hate that? that? I fucking hate, well, why do you think they did that?
1: So that Steve Martin would see it. Just they wanted start him something? to see it. They thought he was being, and I honestly said it as a joke. Yeah. I didn't yeah. care sure. if he was getting money. I'm like, fuck, that's genius. Yeah. I wish I would have thought of that. Yeah. And also I didn't know, that he was, all the proceeds were going to charity. Oh wow! He wasn't seeing a dime of that. It was all going to charity.
0: <laughs> That's even worse. So then
1: they, when it, somebody retweeted it with Steve Martin's actual, you know, username, so he saw it, and then he fucking replied to me. It was like, just so you know, all proceeds are going to charity. I'm, a, and I was just like, back. Tracking and like. What would you say? I just said something like, "Oh no, I was joking around, and I think that's great." And I think I retweeted him buy his book. It's for charity, and I'm like, "Fucking, why would you yeah. do that? Why would you?" I'm just fucking around. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, and then someone else out there is like, Haha, "Fuck you, Steve Martin," and it's like,
0: "Ah, uh, yeah, that's." I feel like there's this thing where. There are people who are on Twitter that, you know, everybody gets their app replies, they read them. And then there's like a certain level of people that get bombarded with things and they don't read them. And then there's this almost older generation of famous celebrities that this is their first time in their career since the beginning that they get to firsthand look at feedback. And so like Davi... Maybe Steve Martin, they're obsessed with this being able to not have to go through channels anymore. They can directly yeah. connect with the public, but for better and worse. Yeah. And it's weird to be able to just connect with these people like that, you know?
1: Yeah. It's, ugh. And I'm a fucking huge Steve Martin fan. Of course, fan. So yeah. So, when he retweeted that and was obviously bummed out at what he I had said, oh, I yeah. was like, ugh. or not when he retweeted, but when well, he like replied yeah. to me, I was like, Ugh, like one of my idols thinks I'm a fucking dickhead now. Yeah.
0: Everything I hear about him, he's kind of a dour guy now, though. Oh, really?
1: Yeah. I haven't heard anything. I just know him from... I think, you know, actually Sarah Silverman was on, uh, I think it was the Martin Short show. You know, Martin Short had a a short-lived talk show. Yeah. And Sarah was on it the same night Steve Martin was a guest on it. (laughs) she showed me the tape and I don't, I don't remember anything about the story other than she said that she was on the couch with him. He came, she came out, he stayed on the couch. He was the first guest, Uh obviously he stayed there for when Sarah came out. And then Sarah said something like kind of dickish to him, but in a joking manner, you know, like, you know, I, I don't even remember what it was. And then they go to a commercial. And when they come back from the commercial, Steve Martin's gone. Aww. He was just like,
0: oh, I'm going to leave. I'm yeah. going to, um <laughs> when you put out this episode, I'm going to tweet it to him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, shit. No, but, uh yes, yeah, Sarah's just like, oh, no, he took it the wrong way. And, like, he's a huge idol to Sarah. Like, yeah, I've seen have- photos of her childhood home where, like, she has a, a picture of him on the ceiling over her bed. Like, he was the first thing she would see when she woke have up. Have they
0: since had any kind of contact or anything or meeting? Or? I,
1: I, I don't know. I feel like they must. Yeah. They must have.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but, yeah, that was my lesson in, like, I don't want to talk shit
0: about anyone. Yeah. The I, only one
1: I will talk shit to, really, is uh, Donald Trump. Yeah. I fucking... That, no, that, that guy deserves I, it. I that mean, guy fucking is wacko. Um. Yeah, but I, I can't do it anymore. I'm like, yeah, and I'll, I'll see, you know, a lot of my friends will like, just fucking reply to people like so mean, like people that really are not like
0: gunning for a fight.
1: Awesome. Yeah. But also who are not like the most morally awesome people, you know, like right. people like Kim Kardashian or something. Yeah. Like, people will like, she'll write something like going to dinner and then. You know, some of my comedian friends will like retweet it and add like, oh, you eating cock again tonight? I I see that all the time. That's fucking not cool,
0: man. I see that all the time. There's one person in particular that I, I had to unfollow because it was just so, it was such easy hack bullshit that they kept doing that. Like they just troll Twitter. Yeah. It's so easy to cherry pick someone saying something weird or stupid. I mean, I did it with Davi, you know, for the thing and that taught me that lesson, but you know, write your own fucking
1: <laughs> Yeah, it it uh I mean I won't tell them to stop or anything, but I'm like, I can't do that because I would be bummed out, you know. I and I do get bummed out when I say something and then someone you know, people will retweet me and then to their followers who aren't following me, and then yeah. those people will say something shitty to me and I'm yeah. like I'm like, ugh, that's fucking lame. Yeah. And you know, there's like a couple seconds where you're like fucking not happy.
0: Yeah. Like, ugh. The other thing too is like you have some like Twitter luminary like Rob Delaney who will do that and is pretty selective about it and actually pretty funny and has a point or whatever. Yeah. And then there's these second level underlings that then just continue to try to do that. And it's yeah. just like, I'm going to be funny like I'm supposed to be funny, you know? And
1: ugh. Yeah. People, yeah. Someone like Rob Delaney will say something to Trump or anybody or like Kim Kardashian when he was going to sue her for, Oh yeah. Remember when she got yeah. divorced after yeah. like 30 days of yeah. marriage and uh yeah, he'll say something and then like, you know, he's got like a shitload of followers and then they'll all jump on board. So it's like, you don't realize when you say something and then everyone else yeah. jumps on board, that person's going to look and just be like, there's no way they cannot see a yeah. shitload of negative <laughs> comments.
0: <laughs> all the minions.
1: <laughs> uh, I I know. Like I, you know, Todd, do you know Todd Berry?
0: I, I know of him, I don't know him.
1: Though. New York comedian. Uh he's a buddy of mine and like we um we will tweet at each other. we don't do it as much anymore, but there was a time when we were tweeting at each other like we were enemies. Uh-huh. You know, like yeah, I think we're I friends, that. but yeah. you know, I would say, you know, um there's still tickets left for my show tonight, and <laughs> he he would say something to the effect of yeah, that's that's never gonna change or something like that. And then, and he'll do it as a retweet too. And so, like, there are people that are following him that don't know we're friends. Yeah, who will then just jump on the fucking bandwagon and be like, "Yeah, fuck you, AG. You're not fucking funny. Todd's way funnier than you, motherfucker." I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, Jesus! What the fuck?
0: It's a crazy." It's the keys to the loony bin. Twitter. It's like yeah, we for Super Eagle, we take this break and we get we we'll get tweets of like, haven't heard an episode in four months. I guess I'll just sit around and wait. Maybe maybe I can expect one in January. Oh yeah, like you a, mean
1: one of those free yeah. podcasts I fucking slave over? It's incredible.
0: And and I I I mean at this at the bottom of it, it's flattering because they're waiting for one and they want one. But there are better ways to go about it.
1: Yeah. It's It's fucking crazy. People not only want instant gratification, but they think they deserve it. Yeah. Like Louis CK has a really funny bit about how now there's like Wi-Fi on airplane flights. Uh And like, you know, not long ago when it was brand new, he was flying, you know, across country like New York to L.A. And he gets on the plane and, you know, one of the flight attendants comes on and they're like. Uh just so you know we have wi- free Wi-Fi on this flight. Uh, it will be available, you know, once we take off. Or actually for the whole duration of the flight. And uh until so he's like, oh my god, sweet. Oh my god, I can use my computer on this flight. This is amazing. And then like just as they're about to take off, the flight attendant comes back on and says, We're having some problems. There's not gonna be Wi-Fi. And Louis says, like, the guy next to him's like, God damn it! <laughs> like, and Louie's like Oh really? You're pissed off at this thing that you isn't available to you that you didn't even know existed like two minutes ago. Yeah,
0: yeah. You're just like
1: God damn it! <laughs> like fucking dude, you got on that plane not thinking you would have Wi-Fi.
0: Yeah. Once once you get something and it's taken away, it's it's a tragedy. Ugh, people. Yeah. Am I right? <laughs> Existence.
1: Um. What else can we talk about, Matt? Well, um, how did 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 things really take off for the Super Ego podcast when Paul Paul F. Tompkins got involved?
0: Yeah, completely.
1: How how, how did you guys hook up with him?
0: He just started following us on Twitter, and um. I think he heard about it on like a best show with Tom Sharpling message board mm-hmm. and someone who had recommended Super Ego had recommended a few other podcasts that he goes, oh, I like those podcasts. Maybe I'll check them out. And as soon as I saw that, he started following us because I had been a fan of Paul's for, you know, almost as long as he's been doing stand up. at least in LA when he was doing stuff with at Mr. Largo. Show. Yeah, Mr. Show, yeah. Mr. Show. Yeah. And so... I feel like it was that kind of thing where you get a girl's number and you just wait three days, you know, or <laughs> yeah. I kind of just, oh, casually.
1: You don't want to seem too eager. Yeah.
0: But then I can't remember if I did an at reply or a direct message, but hey, we're big fans. If you ever want to come record with us and right away, it was like, yeah. And we set it up. And even then you're still like, oh, because this is in the day before. I mean, we didn't, yeah. we just didn't have people on that. We didn't know. Yeah. You know? You had been on, and I yeah. think sedekis had been on, yeah. Derek Mears, but we all knew these guys, right. you know? And uh, so I just like, well, he's probably going to cancel. Everybody cancels. This isn't a real deal. Like, <laughs> podcasts.
1: Can- this is LA. Everyone yeah. cancels. And
0: podcasts weren't anything really yet, you know? And so sure enough, he comes on and it's just like, he's one of the guys, you know? I mean,
1: it really is like listening. If you listen to Paul's stand up and listen to your, uh, your podcast or even to Paul's uh, podcast. Yeah, um, they have a very similar sensibility. Like he, your podcast is really smart, and Paul's a smart dude, and yeah. his stand-up's really smart. You know, it's a really good fit.
0: Yeah, and then once we had the one time on, it was just pretty much an open invitation. And then, and
1: then once he starts tweeting about
0: it, yeah, and that was the huge thing, and that's really what did it for us. And then wh- whoever his peers were started listening to it, and then the nice thing about that was anytime we would extend the offer, it was more of a like, Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that was what blew us away, especially when we, you know, Paul Patton and Andy Daly were people that we already were huge fans of. And then they're coming over and doing it. It was,
1: yeah. And Patton doesn't do a lot
0: of podcasts. No, I guess he doesn't. Yeah. And also
1: it's funny because, I mean, you said it was weird because uh, you're afraid he might cancel because, there weren't a lot of podcasts at the time. Now it's at a point where there's so many podcasts that people are constantly.
0: Yeah. It doesn't mean a thing anymore. Canceling. It's ridiculous how saturated it is. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I remember I, I shot something recently and, uh, just with a friend and a, they were like, Oh yeah, I've been listening to all you. You're on a lot of podcasts, man. I'm like, Ugh, <laughs> I am on a lot of pod. I've been on almost every podcast. Fucking podcast. Yeah,
0: but that I don't see any problem with that. It's basically the new talk show circuit. Or, yeah. You know, it's a good thing. I mean, I guess you could be overexposed, but not really. And the fact that
1: it's free, like yeah. people can look and go, Ugh, I just listened to fucking Steve Ag on, you know, so-and-so's podcast. I don't want to listen to this one. Yeah. It's totally fine.
0: And, and people don't listen to every podcast. You can't listen to every podcast.
1: Yeah. And I'll admit, I fucking choose a lot of podcasts to listen to or download based on who the guest is. I
0: do too. Yeah.
1: Like, you know, you know, uh, what the fuck with Mark Marin is one of my favorite ones, but I'm really like, if I see a name of someone who I don't know, chances are I won't listen to it. Or if it's someone I don't, I'm not a fan of.
0: Yeah. Chances are I won't listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. I don't even listen to our own unless I like the guests.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yours is one that's consistently awesome though, because it's, It's not guest dependent. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: I, yeah. I, sometimes you probably don't even know who the guests are in the episodes. Like you, you don't always know when they're, and you
1: kind of cobble them together from different recordings, right? Yeah.
0: We had to at a certain point cause we were just having all these random nights and
1: yeah. Cause you, I remember I recorded, I think your last episode here yeah. with like Dan Harmon and yeah. Jeff Davis. And then when it came out, it was like, Oh fucking Rob Delaney is in this one. And uh,
0: Bill Corbett and Kevin Murphy. Yeah. Yeah. There's someone else too.
1: can't remember. Steve Martin.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Davi. <laughs> who would you love to have on your podcast? We get asked you. that a lot. That's a good question. I think we, we would love to get out of the world of this kind of inc- interconnected podcast guest world. and I, And I always think of who it is that I want on and then I can never remember who the hell it is.
1: That's what I've been trying to do since I brought mine back.
0: You I think do this get is, guests though out of this world. That's- well,
1: that's what I'm consciously trying to do. That which the longer it goes on is becoming harder and harder. But like when Dustin at, at Feral Audio asked me, you know, if I would start doing the podcast again, I was like, yeah. And then I was thinking about it. I was like, oh, who can I get on? And I'd be like, oh, maybe I can to Paul Tompkins on, and or Zach, or so and so. And I'm looking at this list. And I'm like. And then I could go on like iTunes and look at the podcast and go, he was just on a podcast. Yeah, he was just on yeah. a podcast. It's like I got, I really got to make it like people, you know, so people want to hear it. Yeah, exactly. People want to hear Paul and and Zach and everything, but like, I, I really wanted to be like, oh shit, I haven't heard Juliette Lewis on a fucking yeah. podcast.
0: And yeah. you just said you had Gina Gershon on, and Gina Gershon you, you was do on. not associate her with podcasts.
1: No, it was her first podcast, and it's funny because. She lives in New York, and we met uh, probably this past spring. We did a movie together and kept in touch because she's super fucking awesome. She's really funny and really cool. And um, I'd been asking her to do the podcast for a while, and she was out in L.A. a few months ago uh, to promote a book, and we couldn't make it happen. And then she emailed me about a week ago. I was like, I'm going to be in L.A. Let's do your podcast. Oh, nice. I was like, all right, cool. And then... She'd been out here for a few days and I saw her. She posted a twit pic of her and Mark Marin in uh, in a bed together because she was out here shooting his, oh, his yeah. FX or uh, IFC show uh-huh. playing like a, a love interest or something. And, uh, as soon as I saw her in bed, I'm like, fuck, she's going to do Mark's podcast. I know she's going to fucking yeah. do Mark's podcast. And, um, so I went over, I recorded her like last week and, um, Like the first thing I asked when I got out of the car, I'm like, I I saw your shooting with Mark. Did he ask you to do his podcast? She's like, yeah. And I was like, have you done it yet? She's like, no. And I'm like, okay, good.
0: Nice. You got the scoop.
1: I got you first.
0: I read in, I think, Vanity Fair, and this is not just because I'm a Bond fan, but a dream guest would be Daniel Craig because he, in this article, was talking about how he would love to do improv and he loves Christopher Guest movies and he doesn't feel like he can do it, but... He, you know how musicians love comedy and comedy to love musicians. It's kind of the same thing with that. drama and comedy. And I mean, that, the pro, I mean, he wouldn't, we would never be on his radar, so it's not going to happen. But other than that, we want to also want to get out of the performing world a little bit. So we do this sketch where there's like NASA mission control. Yeah. And we've recently, uh, been introduced to Bobek Ferdowski, who's the, he was the Mohawk guy when, when, uh, mars rover curiosity landed and he became an internet meme and and uh because he, he was a fan Whoa. of thrilling adventure hour and thrilling adventure serious? hour set up this tours and we saw bond the other night together and we what? wanted to have him come in and do like the nasa sketch with us or like neil degrasse tyson what? or something no we don't have him oh, okay. but i would love that you know? what
1: about uh mich uh what's uh oh michio kaku michio kaku
0: yeah maybe
1: I'm, I'm <laughs> obsessed kidding. with that guy. Are you?
0: Yeah, yeah. I have a couple of his books.
1: He's he's a smart motherfucker. Yeah, um, but you've had Stephen Hawking on the show. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Sagan. Uh, we had uh, yeah Copernicus. Daniel,
1: I love that you said Daniel Craig wants to do improv. That reminded me of that. Did you see that video that was going around on um, on YouTube? It was from that Ricky Gervais show with uh, Warwick Davis. Yeah. Where uh Liam Liam
0: Neeson, oh that's Liam amazing! Liam Neeson yeah. comes in, and he's yeah. like,
1: I want to do comedy yeah. and improv. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like can't get away from like I have full blown AIDS. I have full blown AIDS. I've contracted AIDS from a well-known <laughs> actor. And they're like, Whoa! She's an whoa. African
0: prostitute.
1: If you're listening to this and don't know what we're talking about, just go to YouTube and and do a search for uh, Ricky Gervais, Liam Neeson, yeah. improv.
0: It's a it, that was the highlight of that show. I didn't watch
1: that show it all but that that video is amazing yeah 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 there's a weird there's this weird thing with like dramatic actors who are kind of like comedy nerds and same with musicians like i know a lot of musicians now just because they were obsessed with
0: comedy yeah I, i need to the other thing is we don't we don't court guests or anything like we i always feel silly i don't know what it is i feel weird like we're putting them out so we anybody that's been a guest on our show has been because we've heard they we are a listener it, yeah. or
1: want to do it. It's, or you see you go you go on your Twitter and you're like so and so is now following yeah. you you're like what okay yeah. um, that's
0: how most of them have happened or or through a friend or something yeah. and I feel like we sh- because I, I I think if people know who we are they're probably willing to do the show but if they don't they would just be like what no a podcast called Super Eagle, why would they You know?
1: Yeah. I wish I was at that point right now, but, like, with my podcast, I mean, I don't really promote my podcast that much or anything, so a lot of people don't know it's back or anything, so usually the people I've asked have been like, oh, you have a podcast? (laughs) do tell. I'm like, yeah, no pressure and no sweat if you can't do it, but... Same here. Like, Juliet, it was her first podcast. Gina, it was her first podcast.
0: You had, uh... Tammy Littlenut from... Uh, yeah, Maria. Uh, yeah, there. she's great.
1: She was on my old, like, yeah. the first uh, run of my podcast, but... Uh, I'm
0: a fan of hers. I think she's great. Yeah, like, you and me p- were
1: obsessed with uh, yeah. Strangers with Candy. Yeah. Yeah, Maria's really cool.
0: I did Paul's show with her one night.
1: Oh, really? Yeah,
0: she couldn't have been nicer. um
1: Yeah, you should have her on your podcast.
0: I know, she's great.
1: She's great. Uh, I, like <laughs> I like her. I like her. I like
0: her. Uh, ice cream with gumball toenail.
1: <laughs> gumball toenail? I want to search that now that this is. Uh,
0: Just walk down to the little ice cream truck will be coming by again.
1: Do your balls hang low? Do you waddle to and fro? Do you tie them in a nut? Do you tie them in a bone? Tie <laughs> <in> them a bone?
0: <laughs> Do you have a lot of series and a punchy bumpy dump and a chocolate lady with a scumpy lump?
1: Do you have some nice hair? Do you have it where it's bared?
0: <laughs> do you have a serious lip or a, a, a tom-tom snare?
1: Do your bottom lips hang out? Do they waddle when you pout? <laughs> do they make you be quiet or do they make you shout?
0: Do you have a split tongue? Does it braid into a bow? (laughs) Is there a man named Chicken? Are the sack hangs low? Is your grandpa
1: alive? Is your grandpa dead? Did he get hit with a car and knock it off his head?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a little sister by the name of Brother Jim? Does your fat man go like a real slim? Titties
1: getting big the older that you get. Do you, when it's get hot when it gets hot out. Do they really start to sweat?
0: <laughs> do your teeth signal off like a pee? <laughs> no. Do you play them like the keys of a of a fast slow mo? <laughs> Do you find it hard to
1: wipe after you take a shit? Does it take a little while? Does it take a little bit? Yeah, see, Matt and I used to do improv a lot. <laughs> As you can see, we're great improvisers. Uh, yeah. Nothing makes me laugh more than doing that dumbass
0: shit. Oh, God. How long have we been doing this? 56 minutes and 7 seconds. Perfect. This is an hour. That's yeah. what we do. We're recording at this in my place with my equipment. So he'll tell you it's his podcast. But really, this is my podcast.
1: This is a bonus episode of Super Ego.
0: <laughs> do your friends name Jimmy often change it to Sill? Do they ever get regrets for giving their name to Jill? They swap them all around and then they barter for some more. There's a one with a dollar. She's a two-bit whore.
1: Do you eat too much food when you're in a shitty mood? <laughs> My head hurts from laughing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you ever bank it at Sicily and then give it back? Maybe there's a woman with a two-ton crack. <laughs> <clears throat> when you stick it in a
1: guy, do you find it's kind of dry? <laughs> do you like to pull it out and then shoot it in his eye?
0: You're a vulgar son of a and a man named Stitch He's a Disney animal that no one can glitch <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do your testicles have lumps? Do they have some funny humps? Do you like to call them lumps or do you call them bumps?
0: If you do either way, there's a sump pump jump. Get on the back burner and make yourself a mump.
1: Nothing we are saying fucking makes any sense in these rhymes anymore.
0: That's not true.
1: Is what I say true? Is it lying to in blue? (laughs) All right, we gotta Um, fucking end because this is gonna go on for another half hour, you know.
0: Well, we gotta say goodbye because I'm looking in my eye with my own eyeball down a two way hall.
1: (laughs) I'd like to thank you, Matt, for being on my cast. It's really been fun, and it's really been a blast.
0: <laughs> the pleasure's all mine, because I'm eighty nine. <laughs> I turn that age on the Thursday fine.
1: I'm 60, 89. <laughs> all right. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And thanks, Matt, for doing this.
0: Thanks for having me in my own home.
1: And uh, everyone be sure to check out Super Ego Podcast. The website is GoSuperEgo.com. Yeah.
0: And or check if- out the Steve Agee Podcast. The one that you're listening to now, Jag Holes. With your fucking caveman ears, ain't got no wires in them.
1: (laughs) All right. uh, Thanks, everybody. And
0: do you have anything coming up that you want to promote, man? Good Lord. Super Ego has a live show the first Friday of December. It's a Christmas show at Uh, UCB. I can't remember the date. Uh, and Jesus huh? guests, Paul, y- yeah, Paul. And then I think because he does dead authors before, and he's having four of the super thrilling adventure guys. Oh, on, awesome! And they're gonna join us, they're gonna jump in like a sketch each, awesome. I think. So, yeah, it'll be a good night of comedy. Check
1: that out, you guys. Get tickets when they go on sale, yeah, or reservations when they go on a veil. <laughs>
0: And I'm singing half a song. I hope it don't go too long. But if it does, maybe I'll buy myself a frilly thong. (laughs) All
1: right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.
0: The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box.
1: Oh, what a great audience. Let's dim the lights for this next one. Nope, too much. Ah, there it is. Got to get things just right. Like Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay, and we help you find coverage options that fit your budget. And now the mood is right. Wait, the lights are back on again. Trudy, can you?
0: And now it's completely dark. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.